morning, officer. Maybe this is the pot calling the kettle black. This guy thinks he's a genius and he's a moron. <laughs> oh, oh, this is live. Think of like the dumbest cave troll let you know. You looked right at me when you said that. You're not the dumbest. Here are the facts as I see them. Welcome to the Bandit Radio Hour bonus episode. This thing could be five minutes. It could be 45 minutes. Uh, well, I guess you know by looking at the little much coffee you part. Got Mountain Dew, switched it up. New gear. Getting the fast track. But, uh, no, just a couple of things that were, like, floating around. I really wanted to get out to everybody. And one of the things, Merce is much better at breaking down than I am. What the living hell happened with FTX? Crypto's on fire. <laughs> I thought it was on fire, like, before our last episode. It kind of started, make, like, coming back and getting, like, to, like, an average good kind of stable price and then through a bunch of like nerdy polygamy <laughs> it all came crashing down all right so hang on well, <laughs> nerdy polygamy but uh, <laughs> dirty polygamy too um so tell when you first told me about this you told me about like the guy's best friend uh, or something like that that he was trying to short or something like that who turned around and said, I'm going to expose all this stuff you've been doing? Something, and I'm not going to have everything in completely the right context. But basically, yeah, they they're he's the owner of FTX, which right. is the crypto, and then the other one is Binance. The guy who looks like a fat elf. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, so I guess, there, anyways, the guy, the, the, fat, the fat guy with the crazy hair started mm. get, getting cozy with the regulatory committee and started, like, bashing Binance and, right. like, this negative stuff they do. But the owner of Binance held a ton of like stake and coins of this company, and so he was like, "And FTX was like a trading app, right? right. Or, or crypto, like it's almost like something exchange. like something like Robinhood, or it was or, where you'd go to buy exchange crypto, right? So basically, so the owner of Binance, their like other competitor, was like, "Okay, fine, I hold all these coins," and he like publicly posted on Twitter, like, "I'm selling them all tomorrow." Which then made everybody else panic, going, "Oh, geez, when he sells, it's going to drop the price, right? So we're going to sell." So it just makes everything just start to free fall. Oh, pretty much value. a run on the bank, but with crypto. Right. We'll see. Well, anyways, so since it's it's not like, say, you know, you've got 100 bucks and it goes, you know, it goes all the way down to zero, you know, you're at zero. This guy's money was all leveraged. And like, so when it went like. It wasn't he, sitting in a bank or a vault. It was no, already. He is already. It was all, so it all just basically just evaporated, gone, losses. 32 billion. And what, like, he went to negative how much? He was, like, negative 600 million or something at one point or farther, and, yeah. Didn't your life just get better? I mean, like, the, the yeah, your life... Yeah, I lost is... a lot of money, but I'm, like, I'm not negative. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't owe people my soul. <laughs> no. And, and what, he started freaking out and leaving on trips, like, to you, you told me, like, his plane had been spotted somewhere and he's on the he, run or he something? He claimed to still be in the Bahamas, but his, but us, all everybody, like, close to him is, like, scattered yeah like his girlfriend supposedly or everybody's girlfriend <laughs> i don't know it's carolyn ellison i think okay she was trying she was seen in tokyo but trying to get yeah. to dubai she's the girl you showed me videos of that's like the head of some department of ftx she was put there because she's not smart enough to be the head of her own head yeah she doesn't know a first thing about it no talk no. talking about how they don't want to do certain things just because there's risks how, involved how we, yeah how uh 
We don't. We don't have stop losses. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But um. So yeah, that. But then you start tracing the connections and see whose daddy's in charge to whose aunt, who's in charge of the like the World Economic Forum, all back the Democratic Party to Ukraine. That's what I was seeing. Wow. Yep. And you know what? You might have this fall guy or one or two other people, but as I said in the last episode, uh, doubt anyone in like real power gets in jail for this, but we'll, we'll see. They might be still busy investigating, what was it, Taylor Swift tickets on Ticketmaster? Yeah. That's the meme I've seen. I know nothing else about it, which I'm like, sure. I heard that something like the tickets were going to like 100000 a pop, but it's all due to, I've hated Ticketmaster, because you can see like normally like a ticket, it's like 50 bucks to go somewhere. Same thing for Gator Games. <laughs> they sell them for 50 bucks, but you can't ever buy them, because Ticketmaster just hikes, is the middleman that hikes the price up on everything. Yep. Because I don't know enough about Ticketmaster, but I damn near guarantee they I have. I don't either, but anytime I've dealt with it, a $50 ticket costs you four or five times more than that by the time you're done with it. Well, they, they've cornered the market probably with legislation where there's no they've other one. they mastered the market. Ah, they've mastered the ticket. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, oh, on that note, what has been like the back – Well. I'd ask you what you've seen in your realm, but I've kind of seen it in mine a little bit. The backlash over this politically. Of the crypto? Yeah. It's kind of gotten quiet. Like yeah. once things started like pointing out around and then, so I don't, I don't know. Well, like, I've, I've heard. Look at like, we, I tried to share the meme showing yeah. exactly how it was. That's going right. From, how it was going from FTX, how our money was going from the United States, Ukraine, how Ukraine was a major Funder like bought into bought in in FTX tried as like an investment opportunity. Then FTX trying was like the top contributor back in the Democratic Party, and within about thirty seconds of that being online, we were flagged. Oh, what Instagram or yeah, just yeah. Instagram. Yeah, and I was like, huh, that's a little little odd. Um, doing awful awfully trying to bury that narrative. Well, I've heard for cries to reg for regulation of the crypto market. That oh this well, is yeah, the, because yeah. now now they've launched the the USDC. That's coin, what I is, wanted to ask you about. It's like, it's the government Bitcoin, right? Yeah, and they're trying to get rid of, and now everybody's calling for regulation. The banks are now getting involved. It's of like, course, oh, it's like, it's everything's too. What we've said in previous episodes, convenient. The yeah. timing, I think that's been the biggest eye opener for me. Is the timing has just been too, like. It's like it's like watching it, like just watching it unfold. It's At, like all right, now we move to Act Two. The amount of money going to Ukraine is like insane. Anyway, side note to a lot of my right leaning friends: the money that's always gone to Israel is insane as well. Yeah. well uh, I saw a thing that the money that's gone to Ukraine is like more than we'd spent in like like even like for inflation, like the, like the first half of World War Two. And I saw a. Oh, was it the New York Times article the other day? How it said uh, U.S. intelligence is saying or is saying that uh, the war in Ukraine is a great quote beta test for Western uh, modern Western armaments armaments. And I'm like, oh, you mean like a video game beta test? Like we're turning people into hamburger. For a beta test. Mm. And it's like, dude, like the, you know, Michael Malice had this great 
great analogy the other day. You said, you know, these like these people that don't question what they're told, for you to like present to them the side of you're being manufactured, you're being fed manufactured lies. Like that would almost be equal to telling like one of these people, like the weatherman is constantly lying to you on purpose. Cause they're so in this bubble of like, I don't know. I think they are. Mm, save that conspiracy for another <laughs> bonus episode. Steve Jervy. I've always had my eye on you. Um, but, uh, man, like when you actually like lift the veil and look at this, uh, this wizard of Oz, like true thing, but like, it's so horrific of like why this stuff happens. Uh, it's like, it's like the biggest like money laundering war crime experiment just yeah. unfolding. It's like, I think you said it best. Like when uh, we were pulling out of Afghanistan, you're like, that money still has to go somewhere. Yeah. And then Ukraine. Yep. And oh, hey, we got a new reason to drop bombs. And oh, it's not us. It's the Ukrainian dropping bombs that they bought from us with our money. Uh, but now the 101st Airborne's over there and... Yeah, training right on the border to show solidarity. Oh, no, 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 no. They're, 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 they're auditing. They're checking. Oh, yeah, that's they're, right. They're, they're sending the U.S. military to check the weaponry of Ukraine, mm. right? And, yep. Uh, then send the nerds. Don't send, <laughs> don't, don't send a can of whoop-ass. Yeah. Oh, it's... Well, let's get off that slightly depressing subject because there, there was, like, in related to crypto, there was a fascinating thing uh, came. Yeah, there was supposed to have been a sex tape released. Oh but yeah, we uh we can't find it, so we, we'll maybe it may the later day we'll tune into that for a. They're hiding action. that pretty good because they are some unsightly people, and it's almost like well, a, they're they're computer hackers. I'm sure they're yep. if it got released, they're pretty good at hiding yep. it. Yep, uh, they'll find the back door. Y'all might get a live reaction video. We'll mm -hmm. see about that. But I digress. There was this really neat story. Me and Merce were talking about like uh kind of how you value things like gold compared to like crypto and stuff like that. And maybe it was Michael Malice I heard talking about this. Uh, but you know, this is not the same story as the, the insurance claim ancient that we found from the bronze age, but it's very similar. Um, I think this was like in the 1400s and pretty sure it was Scotland. If not Scotland, one of them European places. Uh, and there was a really rich lord or king who, like, ordered this giant granite rock. Uh, maybe not granite. It was some very valuable, well, like, giant rock. And that... Diamond. I don't think it was a diamond, because it was supposedly, like, really huge. Uh, they saw the ship as the ship pulled into harbor, but it was way too stormy, so the ship had to anchor out there, and they were all, like, the insurance was even like, oh, we're good, it made it to the harbor. That's as far as our claim goes. We're, you know, it's yours now. Uh, well, the storm sank the ship to the bottom of this harbor that had the giant stone. They could not get it at the time. So, the reason I said all that is because this turns into one of the first examples of something like Bitcoin. Uh, what this Lord does is like, hey, my honor and like my duty is like the law of the land. I swear to my honor on the value of this giant rock that's in the bottom of the harbor that we can't get. Um, I'm going to draw up, like, let's say there's a thousand pounds of it. I am writing in a ledger that like 
oh, upon my death, 500 of these pounds will go to my son and 500 to my, uh, whoever marries my daughter. And like from that, you get like eight generations of this town using regular currency, but also these notes of like, Hey, I still got five pounds of the rock in the Harbor and I'll trade this to you for a goat or whatever. And that, that sounds crazy, but you can, co- I was thinking that, that the Harbor rock is still more valuable than our U S dollar at the moment. Yeah, it was actually based on something physical. I, I would rather, I would mm. rather have some Harbor Rock. But you know, it was the what the guy was saying about Bitcoin versus gold. He said, you know, a lot of gold bugs like to stick to like, oh, it's a physical material that you have to have value on. But it's like, ah, uh, it's what human beings put value on. Where, where was this harbor you speak of? <laughs> yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll go mining. Um, I don't know. Part of me really wants to say Scandinavia. Uh, not even sure which country that is. It's Poland. <laughs> Damn Polish. Cavalry charging tanks, which isn't true. We've talked about it before, but damn it, I want it to be. Um, all right. One last thread for this bonus episode. It's something I heard just a fraction of on Joe Rogan, and it sent my brain down a squirrely hole I did not want to climb out of. So I've talked about the, like, ancient advanced humans theory that, like, we're actually older than we are. And when I say advanced, I don't mean, like, flying cars or some crap like that. I mean, like, surprising for... I mean, it's 2022. We're all waiting. We are. We had a hoverboard for, like, a minute there. Uh, I remember them announcing it. I never saw anything about it. But, no, what Randall Carlson, who's the guy who's... uh, pretty much came with the theory that I've talked about in earlier episodes that there was before the major flood in the Bible, there was like at least bronze age advanced civilizations that could make tools and built the pyramids and stuff. Uh, One of the, he was just kind of providing more evidence for that, that I thought was really wild. And one of the things was he said, one of the criticisms I get is like, why don't we get any, archaeological evidence of these people existing before 4000 BC or whatever. Like, uh, how come there's nothing from 10,000 that we can date due to how deep it is or whatever? And he said, well, according to geologists that have studied, that's like structure of the earth and stuff, right? Geology, yeah. Studied old weathered patterns. Like 10,000 years ago, because of the atmospheric pressure, the storms were much more catastrophic. Like what we call a category four today was like common during hurricane season uh, all the time. He said, imagine if you have this. Greta Thunberg wasn't right. No, (laughs) I mean, she is, but it's the give me your money kind of right. But, and he really put a spin on this. He said, you know, we've all, uh, with these storms so bad, when they hit a city, he says, it's not as bad as a nuclear bomb, but it's something damn close. Like, it is like a, a civilization ender. And these are much more commonplace. He said, so, like, with the artifacts we find now, they are from a less intense climate period. And we barely find them. He goes, these things have been pummeled into nothing, scattered into dust. Like, like Pompeii or... N- nothing preserved. He said, unless 
unless you are making a structure so heavy and reinforced it could withstand these gigantic geological events, these gigantic climate changes, like the the Sahara Desert used to be a luscious green forest uh, or jungle or something like that. He said, how you'd want to do it is probably get the biggest stones you could find and build something in a pyramid shape where the winds wrap around it and the like. And he goes, when we find this, he said, you know, we found these all over the world. And we always think like, oh, they must share some common knowledge because what if that is just the natural like bomb shelter of humanity when time, when like this is what you use to withstand the storm as best as we can. It, it makes so much more sense than some dead guy wanting to be remembered. So yeah. you invest that much labor into it. Like, you know, from the Aztecs to the stuff you see in India that's like all carved out of one giant complex. Like, Man, I don't. I'm not sitting here saying Carl or Randall Carlson is 100% right in everything he's saying, but I'm like, damn, that sounds so much more reasonable than the m- main unquestioning things I've heard. No, I dropped a dropped a bomb on me there. Yeah, hurricane bomb. Side note. One of Trump's suggestions during one of the hurricanes. I'm 90% certain. Have we tried dropping a nuke on one? As crazy as it sounds, I'd be interested. Like, like, yeah, just a little bit of fallout. One of one of Musk's idea was to nuke Mars. Oh yeah, to terraform it. To, yeah, uh, yeah. To, start, to, to restart like the the biological process. And also, I mean, when these quotes are taken, I mean, is it just them just spitballing, or is it them going yeah, like? I- like, I've thought long and hard, and this is my decision. Nuke Mars. Or is it just like, oh, wouldn't it be neat if we nuke the Mars? Which is, once again, why I always say I should never have any no. power. No. Because <laughs> no, 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 it would have no. already happened. No, 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 no. Um, it's like a Sim- there's a Simpsons episode where uh, I think Nelson's got a poster in his room that says, Nuke the Whales. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they ask him, like, really? And he's like... Got to nuke something. Yeah, Lisa. I think it's Lisa. Goes, Why do you want to nuke the whales? Like, yeah, got to nuke something. It's like, kind of has a point. The, U- the U.S. in a nutshell. I'm not saying he's right. I'm saying there's logic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 